Good morning po sa ating lahat. Medyo malamig kaya ngayong araw na to tayo magpapainit sa pamamagitan ng pag-awit sa ating Panginoon. Amen po ba? Sabi mo naman sa katabi mo, God loves you. Yan, tayo po lahat ay manalangin. Father in heaven, we are thankful. Thankful for this wonderful day that you have given all of us, Lord God, today. Salamat po, Panginoon, at kami po ay uh, makapagtipon-tipon muli to gather together to worship you, Lord God, as a family. Lord, nagpapasalamat kami sa kalakasan na pinagkaloob mo sa amin ngayong araw na ito upang makarating dito at um, makisama, Lord God, sa aming mga kapatid, Lord Jesus, to worship you and to listen to your words today. Father God, we offer you this day Lord, may everything that we do give glory and honor to you alone. Yun po ang desire namin, O God, that we may know you more and that our lives, O God, would give glory and honor to you. Amen and amen. Sabi po sa Psalm 150, let me read it to you. Praise the Lord! Sabihin po natin lahat, praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him! In His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His acts of power. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and pipe. Praise Him with a clash of cymbals. Praise Him with resounding symbols. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's worship the Lord this day. Jesus is your firm foundation. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I put my hope in your holy word. I put my hope in your holy word. that in Jesus, you're my firm foundation. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. Sure. 
worship you until the very end. Dear Lord, may our lives, may everything that we do, bring honor and glory to you alone. Panginoon, we come before you this day worshiping you because you are our God. You are not only our Savior, you are our Lord, the God of our lives, our Father. Oh God, we thank you for this great day. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Today, God, we're excited to hear from you. Open our hearts, our eyes, our ears, our minds as we listen to your words. That even as we sit down and listen to you, Lord, we will continue to give you glory and give you praise. Indeed, God, we praise you. All honor, all power and praise to you alone, O oh God, both now and forever. And everybody with thankful hearts, shout Amen! Amen! Amen. Tayo pula at ay makakaupo. Okay, good morning. Good morning. Ayan. Sino na ang, han- sino na ang nakahanda ngayong umaga? Pakita sa mga kamay. Yan. Pakita sa mga kamay. Yung mga nakahanda na ngayong umaga. Nakahanda ng magbigay para kay Lord. O, oh, di ba? Parang surprise. Kasi... May nag-remind sa atin last, parang last Sunday yata, sabi niya, ba't parang wala kayong giving exhortation, sabi niya kay Pastor Mike. Sabi naman, sabi naman ni Pastor Mike, lifestyle na kasi, or nakasanayan na kasi ng church na wala. And nagtanong ulit yung tao, sabi niya, paano kapag merong mga bago sa church? Hindi parang na-miss nila yung opportunity na magbigay. Tama ba? So this morning, balik tayo sa giving exhortation. Hindi dahil sa kailangan natin ng pondo pero bless na tayo di ba pero it also it is also will serve as a reminder reminder para sa ating lahat na it is our opportunity or it is our privilege to give to God di ba sabi nga nila merong dalawang um, benefit or dalawang effect or dalawang pagpapakita kung paano tayo nagbibigay sabi niya doon our giving reflects the heart of God. Paano nangyari? Do you believe that God is a generous God? It will reflect on how we give. Diba? If we believe that God is a generous God, and if we believe that God is our provider, our Jehovah Jireh, it will reflect on our giving. Hindi natin sinusukat kung gano'ng kalaking ibibigay natin. Ha? Pero kung gano'ng tayo ka-generous magbigay. When it comes into our heart. Diba? Sabi niya, God loves a cheerful giver. Give as your heart decided. Hindi yung napipilitan. Or dahil out of obligation. And secondly, our giving is, is our act of worship to God. Tama ba? Sabi niya sa Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of your produce. Then, your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. We give 
And God is giving us, leaving us a promise na hindi niya tayo papabayaan that He will always be our provider. So with that, with that thought in mind, let us pray before we give. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord God, Father God, for the privilege, Panginoon, na makapagbigay para sa inyo, Panginoon. And we know, Father God, that this is our act of worship, Father God. May it be a pleasing aroman to your throne, Panginoon. And we do pray, Father God, that as we give, Lord God, may you teach also our heart, Father God, to become generous, Panginoon, as you have been generous to us, Father God. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity. And we do pray, Father God, na i-bless you, Panginoon, ang mga, lili- mga maliligong for this morning na magamit, Father God, for the expansion of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the basket is here. Sa mga naka-ready na, pwede na po nating dalhin. And kung hindi, pa man, kung hindi naman po, yung basket ay nasa gilid pa rin mamaya. Oh, let us give. Magandang umaga. Ayan. Tapikin mo yung katabi mo, di ba? Lalo na pagkakilala mo, sabi mo, maganda ang umaga. O, di ba? Saka pag may bagong ginagawa, di ba? For the whole week, mayroon ba kayong bagong ginawa? May bago bang nangyari sa buhay niyo? O wala? Di ba, mas masarap pag may bago. Pag, pag mayroon na-introduce that something new uh, para ma-disrupt yung ating mga routinary lives. Amen? Yun, at least may isa. Uh, nabubuhayin ako ng love. Konti na lang energy ko tumataas dahil sa isa na yun. Salamat, salamat, lovely yun, di ba? Pero how many of you, uh, nasubukan nyo nang pumunta sa isang funeral, di ba? Sa isang lamay. Wala? Sige, mamaya, mamaya. Gagawa tayo ng paraan. Gagawa tayo ng paraan, di ba? Mag-pray tayo kay Lord para gumawa tayo ng paraan. Para maranasan nyo naman, di ba? In a whole new level, di ba? At uh, parang next week, sasabihin nyo, Pastor, bakit sabay-sabay, di ba? Huwag naman, di ba? So today, di ba? If you, kung nasubukan niyo pumunta sa isang lama, isang funeral, di ba? Aside from the casket, you would notice something, di ba? Mapapansin niyo, daming bulaklak. Di ba? Ako, there's, there's something na I always notice. but kaya ang daming bulaklak pag, 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 pag may patay, di ba? Hindi na lang pagbuhay, eh, saka tayo magbigay ng bulaklak. Bakit hinihintay pa natin silang mamatay? Di ba? Parang ironic, di ba? Pero if you see flowers, lalo na uh, sa province na pinanggaling ako, Pampanga, usually yung flowers doon talagang bongga, di ba? They like to make different arrangements. Pero pagdating sa bulaklak, may dalawang bulaklak daw na mapapansin mo sa isang lamay, sa isang funeral. Diba yung isa, uh, bulaklak na galing sa cuttings. Ano may mga pinag pinag kakat yung flowers si arrange. Yun yung madalas, di ba? Madalas yun kasi mas na-decor nila eh. Mas na mas nagagawa nila ng design compared to those that are planted. Diba bihira yung dadala ka nang kunwari. Uh, ano bang mag-uusong palaman at jingle? 
Snake plant, dala-dala daw, snake plant sa isang lamay. Bihiya ngayon, di ba? But people do bring, di ba? Nagdadala sila minsan roses that are planted, di ba? Orchids that are planted, di ba? Pero those are two things that they bring. Mas kadalasa lang, dinadala yung cutting because mas na-arrange, di ba? Both flowers, when you look at them, are very beautiful. Ang ganda, no? Parang gumaganda yung harapan, eh. Pag ang daming bulaklak, di ba? There's a... There's a way for it to lighten up, di ba? Parang mas, mas lumiliwanag, mas nagiging maganda yung lugar, di ba? Pero if there's one thing you notice, after weeks, di ba? Siguro after weeks, inuwi na nila ibang bulaklak o nilagay nila sa may ipuntot, di ba? May manonotice ka Yung flowers na nakat, after one week, di ba, Timona, wala na eh. A couple of days, nakita mo nalalanta. Compared to yung bulaklak that are planted, that they continue to flourish, that they continue to grow. If there's one thing I notice there, di ba? Mas, na, mas nabubuhay yung mga halaman na may ugat. Kumbaga, mas tumatagal sila. The key for life is when they have roots. Today's series for the whole month of August is entitled Roots Before Fruits. Di ba? Parang roots before fruits. Parang kakaiba, no? Parang pag-inisip mo, bakit kaya roots before fruits? Di ba? For the whole month of July, we've been talking about uh, being a disciple of Jesus Christ and making a disciple. You see, being a disciple that would make disciples, di ba? And I guess most of you are excited, di ba? Most of you are excited na, uy, paano mag-disciple, di ba? Uh, excited na akong mag-win ng tao. Excited na akong dumami tayo. But before we reach the making disciples, we have first to concentrate on being one. For the whole month of August, we'll be concentrating on deepening our roots towards God. Doon tayo magpo-focus yung basics. Yun yung ating pagtutuunan ng pansin. That before we grow wider, we grow deeper. That before we multiply, we have to first be grounded in God. Most of us kasi gusto natin kagad dumami. Then when troubles, when difficulties come, we wonder, bakit bigla silang nawala? Bakit wala na si ganun? Bakit dati nag-attend siya? Because from the very start, the roots weren't grounded. Ibig sabihin, mababaw yung kanilang ugat. And it is my prayer for the whole month of August and in the coming months, may we develop roots that grow deep. Roots that are firmly planted. Roots that are anchored on God Himself. Amen? Pang kakaiba, no? Pang, we, pang natamaan kayo, tahimik na kayo, di ba? So allow me just to share to you. I don't know kung nakapanood na kayo ng movies, yung mga western movies. Mahilig ba kayo sa western movies? Yung pagdudraw sila ng baril. Yung tatalikod sila, magbibilang, tas pagkakape, bang, di ba? Eh, very common, pagdating sa mga western movies, may napapansin ba? Kaya habang naglalakad yung mga naka-cowboy, naka-sombrero, di ba may mga umiikot na parang mukhang mga bush? Yung, nagtat- yung, yung paikot-ikot lang? Tama yun. Nakinig niyo siya, sabi? Yung tawag doon pala, tumbleweed. Gabi, no? Sa church, may science pa, madayong matutunan. Pagdating mo sa bahay, eh, uh, han, May bago pala akong gustong halaman, tumbleweed. Oh, siyempre, hindi niya alam yun. Ikaw lang nakakalam yun. Yun yun, yung paikot-ikot, tumbleweed tawag doon. And you know, yung tumbleweed is a plant. Di ba, pagtingin mo, pamukhang haystack lang na umikot, but it's a plant. 
But the reason why it tumbles and tumbles, because its root, isa lang, is only very shallow. Na pag tinanim ng ugat niya, napakaba, nap, nasa, nakapatong lang sa lupa, kaya konting hangin, iikot na siya. Dadalhin na siya ng hangin. Tawag doon, tumbleweed. Batis may natutunan kayo bago, tumbleweed. Now we get to con- compare yung tumbleweed as compared to a tree. Diba lahat naman tayo nakakita ng puno. Diba? I remember a couple of years ago, siguro five, five, six years ago, maaidi, four, four years ago, we went to Baler. Diba? We went to Baler with, with yung family ko. Eh, we happened to come across, dinala kami sa isang lugar na tawag daw nila doon, Millennial Tree. Diba? Millennial Tree. Pagtingin ko, ni balete naman. Hindi naman siya Millennial Tree, di ba? Kung pagtingin mo, the tree was so big na tipong yung tao pwedeng pumasok. Di ba? Pumapasok kami sa loob, sa mga ugat niya. Hello, ang dami. Kumbaga, ilang kami, apat kami nasa loob. Pag nasa loob kami, kala namin, kami lang, biglang may tao pala dyan sa gilid. Ang dami. And it is said that yung laki daw ng puno, 60 na tao, lovely, yung maghahawak kamay para lang mapaikot yung buong puno. Imagine no, 60 na tao, ang laki. Imagine nung pagtingin ko nga, grabe, ang laki, parang nakakatakot nga eh, di ba? Parang titignan mo, talagang wow, bahay talaga ng kapare, di ba? Kasi super laki, super laki, through and through. Now, just imagine na sabi ko, kaya ba tinawag na millennial tree? Because it survived not only years, but years and years and years. Ibig sabihin, ang tagal na, andun na pala yung puno na yun. And one thing that made it survive that length, ganun katagal, it's because its roots were so deep. Nakala mo, hawak mo, sanga, yun pala, ugat niya pa lang eh. Ang dami, as in, super laki. Na you can just imagine, wow. Pa, ako, ngayon lang nakita ng puno na ganun ka, kalaki. And it is believed to be one of the biggest dito sa Asia. Diba? Pag tingin mo, dati sa pictures lang, redwood tree, yung tipong kayang lumusot yung sasakyan, picture lang yun eh. Pero iba kasi, Mama Evelyn, pag nakita mo na actual eh, ang tagal mong tititigan, parang, wow, parang ganito pala kalaki na paghawak mo na ugat niya kasing laki lang pala ng bewang mo. Kabi, so big na pag mo, wow! Ibig sabihin nung it withstood strong winds. Ilang bagyo na rin yung nakayanan niya. Ilang baha. Which makes me think today, di ba? Na similar to sa ating spiritual na buhay. Na similar to sa ating mga uh, spiritual na mga ugat. Tayo ba isang tumbleweed na yung ugat natin isa lang that when storms come in our life, bigla tayo nawawala? Or are our roots planted deep like trees that can withhold storms that comes in our life? Yung mga ugat ba natin shallow lang kasi nakatanim siya sa ating career, pera sa bangko, nakatanim siya sa ating pamilya, but are your roots today rooted in something deeper? Are your roots today rooted in Christ? If you have your spiritual roots rooted in Christ, you will find out that no matter what happens in your life today, you would remain standing. You can withstand anything that comes in your life struggles, issues, your faith will make you stronger. You will begin to realize that you face uncertainty with hope. You face suffering with courage. You begin to face 
everything with confidence because your roots, roots are deep. Today, join me as we look into God's word this morning and found, uh, find out how we can be rooted in Christ. So today, if you have your Bibles with you, may I ask you to open your Bibles to the book of Colossians, chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. And can I invite everybody who can stand up and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's word this lovely morning. Join me as you read. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. Therefore, as you have been Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Join me as we pray. Heavenly Father, salamat po sa panibagong araw. Salamat po sa bawat hininga na ibinigay niyo sa amin. Salamat po sa buhay. And today, O Lord, as we not only hear your word, but we get to recite it, we truly believe, O Lord, Father, that there is power in your word. And today, may these words also take root in our hearts, O Lord, Father. May it bring us, O Lord, Father, to a certain understanding of who you are and what you have done in our lives. Father, today, uh, be glorified, O Lord, Father. Speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Ayan. So, going to our passage of scripture, di ba? Pagtingnan mo, di ba? Yung ating passage of scripture in the book of Colossians, di ba? This is a letter uh, by the Apostle Paul, di ba? Pagtingin mo sa, 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 sa passage na ito, yung unang sinabi pa lang dito is the word, therefore. Sabi sa katabi mo, therefore. Therefore. Ibig sabihin ng therefore, ibig sabihin in conclusion, Ibig sabihin, meron siyang gustong sabihin. Meron siyang gustong i-highlight. But in order for us to get to know what this therefore is all about, we have to look back. Di ba, kailangan natin tignan. Ano bang gustong sabihin ni Paul dito? Bakit sinabi niyang therefore? Kasi pag dito pa lang eh, therefore, pa ah, okay, ano ngayon? Di ba? Pang pag sinabi mo, therefore, God is good. There's a basis. Meron basis. Kaya mo sinabing God is good. God is healer. Therefore, May masasabi. We have to know what this therefore is all about. And the book of Colossians, pag binasa mo the book of Colossians, in lalo na in its earlier verses, Paul wanted to make sure that the believers in, 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 in Colossae knew where they were standing. There were a lot of uh, uh, people there who were spreading false doctrines. Sabihin, may sinasabi sila na hindi lang, eh, hindi sapat si Kristo. There, there should be something added. Ibig sabihin nun eh, Paul wanted to make sure of their salvation. Paul wanted to make sure of their faith. Ibig sabihin, he said, sabi, gusto niyong sabihin ni Paul dito, ang dami niyong maririnig. But you have to discern. Hindi niyo kaagad-agad papakinggan yung sinasabi nila. And there was a lot of those things during the time of Paul. Even to the point, if you read in verse 8, yung after nito, sabi doon, di ba? See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. The Apostle Paul wanted to make sure here, kumbaga dapat yung focus nyo na kay Jesus. Your focus should be on the Lord. 
That's what the Apostle Paul wanted to highlight to the church in Colossae. Ibig sabihin, dapat laser point, eh. Ibig sabihin, talagang nakatutok ka, eh. That regardless of what the world tells you, you know for a fact that your faith is in the Lord. Therefore, palang ulam na, pang pinakinggan mo, ganda na, eh. But it tells so much about what comes next. Sabi therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord. I guess everybody seated here today has received Christ Jesus as Lord. Diba? Anong ibig sabihin as you receive? Yung ibig sabihin niya receive doon, ibig sabihin, nung tinanggap niyo si Kristo, may ginawa ba kayo o wala? Did you do something good? Did you come to church? Did you give in missions? None. Di ba tawag doon passive? Yung may ginawa, si Lord. Si Lord yung may, 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 may gumawa ng paraan para tanggapin natin siya bilang Panginoon at tagapagligtas. It's not because we were worthy na Lord, grabe, nakita mo sana yung ginawa ko, mission work, nung kanina yung offering. Grabe, tatlong beses ako pumunta ng harapan para lang makita sa video. Hindi mo kakaiba, di ba? Para mamaya, babalikan mo pa, o ako yan, minsan, one. Tapos hindi mo pumalik pa ako, twice, thrice. It's not the basis of what we are doing or what we wanna do. Because truly, we are not worthy. But we received Christ because of His love. Because it was He who first loved us. Dahil pinakita niya yung pagmamahal sa atin. Ibig sabihin, if we were passive and not doing anything, God was active. Ibig sabihin, siya yung kumikilos eh. Siya yung gumawa ng paraan para tanggapin natin siya bilang Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Amen? Which moves to something better. Alam mo, so therefore, tapos as you have received, ito na yung maganda. Hindi mo maganda, pero ito, pang laman na laman para sa akin. I got to read it the whole week. I got to reflect upon it. Kung ano, napaisip din ako. Sabi sa salita ng Diyos, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. Minsan pag binabasa natin, hindi natin napapansin eh. Hindi naman sinabi dyan, as you receive Jesus. Hindi naman sinabi, as you receive Christ. But if you happen to look at it, di ba, Joy, nakita mo tatlo eh, tatlong bagay yung sinabi. Just as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord. Hindi niya nagsinabing isang elemento, but he gave three elements to it. Christ being the Messiah, the chosen one. It's even Jesus being God. Jesus being the healer. Jesus doing the miracles. Jesus being deity. Di ba yun ang ibig sabihin ng Christ? Then we move on to Jesus. Jesus, although being God, at the same time became human. Ibig sabihin si Jesus, pag nasugatan, yung kulay ng dugo niya ba? Green? No, red din lang. Si Jesus, nung naglakad ba nung sa kalsada, hindi na nagchinelas kasi kaya ko to. He also wore slippers. He, he wore clothes. He laughed pag may nakakatawa. He cried. He prayed. He did all the things that you did. He was tempted, but he did not sin. Kung gustong sabihin dito, he was both God and human at the same time. Did you receive Jesus as God and also at, as human as the same thing at the same time? Hindi mo mapapaisip ka eh. Pero yung maganda dun eh, sinabi dun, the Lord. 
you didn't only receive him as Christ, not only as Christ Jesus, but we received him as Christ Jesus the Lord. May pagkakaiba ba yun? May pagkakaiba? The Bible tells us even demons know that he is Jesus. They know that he is Christ. But they do not know him as the Lord. Yun ang pagkakaiba eh. And most of us, pag pinakinggan mo, yes, oh, si Jesus, oh, tanggap ko yan, gabi, nag-receive ko nga yan eh, di ba, Jesus? Okay, as, as, as Christ and Jesus, but seldom do we accept Him as Lord. Paano ko nasasabi yun? Tama, paano ko nasasabi? Because it reflects in the way we act. It reflects on the way you move, the way you speak, the way you think. Doon nakikita kung yung si, si Jesus ba, hindi lang sa Christ, but siya rin yung Lord sa buhay niya, buhay niyo. Lord means you submit everything to Him. Ibig plano niyo, maganda, pero plano ni Lord, Lord siya eh, di dito ako. Then it would reflect in everything that you do, the decisions that you make every day reflects on who is Lord in your life. Yung buhay mo ba? O si Lord? Sa ngayon ba, nasusunod pa rin si Lord o nasusunod ka na? Which allows you to think harder. Ito ba nung sinabi ni Apollo, just as you have received, he was talking to the church in Colossae, and now the Lord, God's word is speaking to you now. Kayo ba tinanggap niyo si Jesus being, being Christ Jesus only? Or did you accept him as Christ Jesus and Lord of your life. There's a big, big difference. Na minsan, hindi na natin na-acknowledge. Okay lang, tinanggap mo ba si Jesus? Oo. Pero yung buhay mo, taliwas sa gustong landas na gusto ni Jesus. And that's something that we have to reflect every day in our lives today. Do we submit to His Lordship? Do we submit every desire that we have, every plan, every hope? Do we place it in Christ? Si Lord bang ba nagsusulat ng storya ng buhay natin? O tayo pa rin? Gusto ba nating hawakan yung lapis at Lord, ako na magsusulat, total, mas maganda yung sulat ko, mas maganda yung plano ko. But declaring Him as Lord and Savior in your life allows, allows you to give the pen to Lord. And tell him, Lord, alam ko naman pag ikaw nagsulat, best story of my life. Amen? Which moves to the last time. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk with him. Ganda no? So walk with him. Apostle Paul wanted to highlight him. Yung walk dito, ibig sabihin, you live with God. You live in God. Ibig sabihin, it's the manner on how we conduct our personal living. Ibig sabihin, everything that we do should be about God and God should be included in our life. Because we have received Jesus Christ as Lord, we are to live in a manner that reflects that reality, that truly Jesus is Lord in our life. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Nakikita mo ba si Jesus sa buhay niya? Di ba? Ganda, no? Being rooted in Christ. Di ba yung title natin eh? Uh, uh, rooted in Christ. Being rooted in, in Christ starts here. It starts with your connection. Sabi sa katabi mo, connection. 
Ibig sabihin ng connection, it starts with a relationship. Sa yung sabi mo, relationship. When we are asked to walk with God, it's not reserved for just selected na si Lovely lang, siya lang pwede, si Jorceline lang, siya lang pwedeng mag-walk with God, si Tita Colin lang, hindi. It's an offer given to all His children to walk with God. Yung tanong ko sa inyo eh, di ba? Baka sa, kasi may mga cars na tayo, di ba? May mga sasakyan, may mga libreng sakay, may mga jeep that we often forget the value of walking. Di ba? When was the last time you walked with someone? Wow, si Kuya Jumar daw, si Ate Tina, di ba? Kanina sila naglakad. Yung tipong nagdidikit-dikit pa yung kamay nila, di ba? O, di ba? Nagsispark-spark pa daw, di ba? Imagine walking with a close friend, di ba? Siguro close friend mo, naglalakad kayo pa, pababa ng session road. Di ba? Usually, you would talk. You would laugh. Di ba? You would laugh. You would listen to each other's story. You would pour out your life to one another. There are a lot of things you would be seeing all around. Dahil yung makikita sa session road. Yung mga booths, yung mga nagbebenta, yung mga nagbabasking, di ba? Pero lahat ng nakikita mo, kanina mo ikikwento. Sa kasama mo, di ba? Wala naman ang gandak, may tungkato sa bahay, bahala ka dyan, di ba? Kaya ka kami katabi. Kaya ka kami kasama, di ba? Ibig sabihin, your attention is focused on that person. Sometimes exclusively, di ba? Regardless kaya minsan, pag may kanakasalubong ka, hindi mo napapansin kasi... May kasama ko eh. We are, we are walking together. Imagine, di ba? Walking together. You share a lot of things together. You are in harmony. And walking with God is similar to that. When the Apostle Paul told us to walk with God, ganun dapat yung nasa utak natin. Hindi si Lord nauna, okay? Ikaw nauna. Bilisan mo naman. Lord, ang tagal-tagal mo naman. That's not what walking with God is all about. When we walk with God, we enter into an intimate relationship with Him. He becomes our greatest desire. He becomes the focus of our attention. When you walk with God, you share stories, you pour out your life to Him. You want to know Him more. You want to hear His voice. You want to share your heart to His heart. It becomes your priority. It becomes everything to you. Walking with God is not a one-time event. Meeting with God is not reserved only for Sunday morning. Napakamaging banal eh. Joke ko nga kay Dave kanina eh. Nag, nag, Nag-video siya ba nag-worship? Sabi ko, sigurado ko, mamay day mo yan. Di ba? Pero late ka pa din, sabi ko sa kanya. <laughs> Isa kasi kala natin yung walk with God is only limited to Sundays. It's not an everyday event. Yung ginagawa natin, ah, di ba na pastor, nag-post naman ako ng verse everyday. Isa kala natin yun yung ibig sabihin ng walk with God eh. But walking with God means fellowship with Him. means giving our time to Him. Yung maganda ang palagi sinasabi, I remember uh, it was a verse in the book of Amos, Amos 3, chapter 3 says that, can two walk together except they be agreed? Isabi, hindi, hindi lang pwede naglalakad ka sa session, may katabi ko, pas nag-walk together kami. Hindi niya alam eh. Di ba? Ikaw lang may alam, sikreto, di ba? Uy, 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 pag lumalayo siya, uy, walk together. <laughs> Hindi Dapat alam niya din. It's the same thing with our walk with God. It should be mutual. Sabi, hindi lang dapat si Lord lang, dapat 
ikaw din lang. Your plan should be aligned with His will. You seek Him every day. Not, that beco- not because we are perfect. Kasi alam ko, wala namang perfect, di ba? But if there's one thing that is common, eh, our hearts desire God. Our hearts desire to please Him. And that we are willing to let His Spirit conform us to being more like Him. So maybe we're challenged, yung pinaka-challenge in our walk with God. Amo, no? Is that we are always caught running. So yung sa katabi mo, tumatakbo ka ba? Walking with God means we have to constantly slow down most of the time. Minsan kasi masyado tayong nagmamadali sa buhay eh, di ba? We like to pack our schedule so busy na every time may ginagawa tayo, ministry after ministry, that we oftentimes forget to pause. Ako minsan guilty pag tingnan ko yung week ko, napaka-busy ako, tapos when I get to reflect before I get to sleep, ano nga no, parang yung prayer ko, it becomes something routinary rather than becomes an appointment that you want to really personally encounter God. Coming to church becomes something we just want to do because it's Sunday. Rather it, rather it be something to set the week right. Na pagdating ng Sunday, I want this feeling to be the my feeling for the whole week. I come before the Lord worshiping Him. I put Him top of my schedule. I want to be fed with the Bible. Allow Sundays to be a reminder of how we are to live not for one day, but for the rest of our lives. Today, take time to walk. Run in His pace. Kung tatakbo si Lord, tumakbo ka kapareho ng pace niya. But never go ahead. And never allow yourself to be behind. Be in synchronized stepping with the Lord. Jesus, <coughs> there was a time in the Bible where Jesus was left alone with his disciples for a whole day. Diba? So after ministering with his disciples, <coughs> sabi niya sa, sa kanya mga disipulo, who do the crowds say I am? Who do the crowds say I am? Some said you are healer. Some said you are teacher. <clears throat> Some said you are a wise person. Baka may nagsabi pa nga, a good luck charm, a close friend, a prophet. Ang dami nilang sinabi, di ba? Ang dami nilang sinabi tungkol sino si Jesus eh. But when he asked Peter, di ba, who do you say I am? Peter did not hesitate and said, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. 2,000 years forward, diba? imagine yourself today. God is asking you, who do you say I am? Para sa inyo, sino ba si Lord? You get to ask the question, who is Jesus to me? Who is Jesus to you? Oftentimes, kilala kasi natin si Jesus because of the things we read in the Bible. Because we know that He did miracles, He did all those things. But do we really know him as the Christ? As Christ Jesus, the Lord? Something we personally experienced in our life today. When we genuinely trust in Christ, God roots us in him. 
but we need to continually sink down more roots into Him. This is something that people don't get to see. It refers to your heart before God and your time alone with Him. Don't be a nominal Christian, a Christian by name, but rather be a Christian identified by your roots, that you are rooted in Christ. So today, who is Jesus to you? Moving on, sa ating passage of scripture, yan, mabilis yan. So, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed. Diba different words dito, napaka, napakahirap, unang, unang group of words dito, sabi nyo, being firmly rooted. Sabi nyo sa tabi mo, firmly rooted. I remember in, in, in back in the seminar days, something that para mas maintindihan nyo, di ba? Yung firmly rooted dito, yung gusto niyang sabihin, there are different tenses din. Pagdating sa Greek language, di ba? Parang sa atin, pagdating sa, sa ordinary English language, di ba? May mga tense yung verb. Present, uh, uh, present past, future, di ba? And sometimes they add, uh, add different, di ba? May mga different na, na, na present blank something, di ba? Which makes it more complicated, di ba? In, 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 pagdating sa Greek language, they have something similar. Ganon din lang. And being firmly rooted is said to be perfect passive participle. Diba? Wow. Lalim, diba? Perfect passive participle. Ibig sabihin nun, something that was done in the past that is continually being done today. Isang ginawa na nun, pero patuloy na nangyayari pa rin hanggang ngayon. That once you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are being rooted in Christ. But that thing is continuously happening up to today. Kasi mas lumalalim pa rin yung ugat natin kay Kristo. Hindi siya one-time event. Miko. Kumbaga, it's something that happens continuously. Then you move on to the next verb. Diba ito? Medyo maganda-ganda. Sabi sa next verb. Now, being built up in Him. Diba? Parang kakaiba. Being built up in Him. Ito, hindi perfect. Ako dito, present passive. It's not something done before, but it's something being done today in your life. Being built up. If you mean, patuloy kayo na, na uh, the Lord is adding to your foundation. The Lord is making you stronger. The Lord is allowing you to grow your roots deeper. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng nandito. If you see, there's a play of words, pero mas maintindihan mo yung gustong sabihin ni Paul eh, Na being rooted is something that happened before but is still being, is still happening today. Being built upon is something that is currently happening in your life today. <laughs> Grabe, napagod ako doon ha. <laughs> English kasi, di ba? Napaka- Lalim, di ba? So, being established in faith is the next mark of walking in Christ. This also is a present passive plural participle indicating it is occurring to believers in the present time. You see, lahat na to, yung una, patuloy pa rin, pero nangyayari na rin noon. Being rooted before up to today. Being built up today. Being established in your faith it is something currently happening in your life today. Amen? Today, being rooted in Christ not only talks about our connection 
But it also talks about our convictions. Sabi sa katimayon, convictions. What you believe in, where you place your faith upon, yun yung sabihin ng conviction. Ibig sabihin nung, at the end of the day, when Jesus, when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, tapos mayroon ka ng ugat, hindi ka naman nahayaan ni Lord na dyan lang eh. It's something that He builds up. It's something that, that He does. Kumatawag doon, it's His sanctifying work in your life. Isipin, patuloy pa rin nangyayari yun sa buhay ninyo. And sometimes in our life, we don't get to see it. Nakikita niyo ba? Pang, when you accepted the Lord, you were, wow, pang super fired up. Pastor, asa na, anong ministry pwede kong gawin? Aga mo sa church. After a couple of months, pang walang nangyayari sa buhay ko ah. Parang bakit siya, biglang malago na, bakit ganun? But you have to constantly believe in your hearts that God is doing something in your life. Kami noon sa bahay, uh, mayroon kami poste doon eh. May isang poste and every day, uh, during our birthday, guguhitan kami ng, ng, ng papa ko. Hindi ko alam kung ginagawa niyo yun. Kami kasi ganun eh. Kung kung normal yun. <laughs> Ayun, basta guguhit ako. Fourth birthday, lalagay kami ng guhit. Tapos lalagay doon, Mike. Tapos yung next yung ate ko, di ba? Ethel, lalagay niya doon yung guhit. So we get to see kung, kung ah, ang laki, ang laki nung gap. Yo, pag maliit ka, three years old, papuntang siguro mga 14 eh. Every year, pag tingin mo, oh, nalalampasan ko na, di ba? Ang bilis nung paglaki Pero when you hit the 15, 16, hindi ah, na ako lumalaki. Di ba? O kayo, 12 pa lang, hindi na kayo lumaki. <laughs> diba? Kami kasi ganun, parang nag-stop na siya. When you started to go to college, diba high school, medyo okay pa. Uh, puberty, ang bilis mong tumangkad eh. Pagdating college, parang, parang nag-stop na. Diba? Pasensya na, yung mga elementary pa lang, nag-stop na. <laughs> diba? Pero you have to constantly believe that you are growing. Diba? Dapat alam mo, nagmamature ka pa din. Dahil hindi pasihan lang yung tangkad eh. Yung pasihan, minsan nangyayari sa loob eh. Yung asal mo, yung pag-iisip mo. Doon nakikita kung nagmamature ka. Eh ganun din sa spiritual na buhay natin. Sometimes, our growth spurts are so fast. Zoom! Grabe siya, pang this day one, kinilala niya si Lord. Next time eh, grabe siya magbasa ng Bible, tinapos niya na isang sitting. Di ba? Pinatong lang daw niya sa ulo niya eh, di ba? Yo, pang on fire yung mga tao na ganyan. Grabe, pag-pray, gusto nyo mag-pray, di ba? Pastor, sama naman ako sa mga Bible study na ganyan. But there some na pang hindi, pang antagal. Ah, sige, attend mo na ako. Sometimes wala, sometimes meron. Different growths. But you have to believe it in your heart that God is doing and continuously moving in your life. Hindi mo man nakikita, hindi mo man nakakamdaman, you have to believe it in your heart. Nalam ko that hindi pa tapos si Lord sa buhay ko. Napatuloy pa rin siyang kumikilos sa buhay ko. You might have relatives or even children, di ba? Sinama niyo sa church, para well, mga kaibigan, sinama niyo sa church, para baguhin, di ba? Parang ikaw kasi ang bilis mo magbago. Tapos pagdating sa kanya, taon na, Lord, grabe, bakit walang nagbabago? This is where your convictions come in. This is where your belief comes in. This is where your faith comes in. That you know, na kahit ganyan eh, alam ko, gumagalaw pa rin si Lord sa buhay niya eh. That one day, alam ko, lalalim din siya eh. Hindi naman kasi lahat ng tao, pantay-pantay yung pagtubo eh. Some, some people, kailangan ng time. Some mabilis. 
Kaya yung pagkakatulad nating lahat eh, God is working in our lives today. Amen? Which leads me to this question. Kina-engineer eh. Uh, kami kasi gustong-gusto ko nung bata ko eh. Ako pag nakikita ko sa building na ginagawa, yung bilis nila, una nagpo-footing sila, next week nakita mo na tapos na yung first floor, next time tapos na yung second floor. Ang bilis di ba? Ang gandang tignan di ba? Pag tira mo si engineer John, si Dave, di ba? Pang bilis. But sometimes, when you look at a building, everyday excited ka tignan kung dumadam pa. This week, tignan mo second floor. Pagbalik mo next week, second floor. Parang nagtatrabaho ba sila? Pagbalik mo ng third week, second floor. Mukhang nagbawas yata sila ng empleyado eh. Di ba? Yung minsan kasi sa ating point of view, hindi na natin nakikita yung ginagawa sa loob na sometimes yung ginagawa pala nila, electrical. Yung sometimes ginagawa pala nila, yung finishing na. There are some things that we cannot see that we're so excited na, wow, bakit ito yata yung ginagawa nila ngayon eh. Na sometimes we wonder, mayroon bang ginagawa? Mayroon ba o wala? When you walk with God, sometimes there are obvious changes that others can easily see. Pero more often, the Lord is steadily at work on areas that aren't so dramatic hindi nakikita ng ibang tao. When he, when, when, he lets, when he roughs those edges in your life to build patience, hindi mo nakikita ng ibang tao dyan. Eh. Pero ikaw nakikita mo eh, di ba? Kung baga, when he, when, he, when he builds you up into a better person na mas mapagmahal sa asawa, minsan asawa mo lang nakikita nun eh, hindi naman ng ibang tao. But those are things that people don't get to see. But God is continuously moving in your life today. So today, allow me to ask you, what is Jesus doing in your life today? What is Jesus doing in your life today? Meron bang mga rough edges na pinipino niya? Minsan eh, habol kasi natin yung spectacular things that happens in our life rather than the details that personally God does in our life. Take time to reflect. Diba? Isipin natin, oh, may ginagawa ba si Lord sa buhay natin? May ginagawa ba si Lord sa buhay ko ngayon? Is He teaching me something today? Those are the personal times you have to sit down and reflect on your life today. Lastly, in our passage of Scripture, sabi doon, overflowing with gratitude. Ito yung final step, diba? Ito yung final result. Uh, ito, pagdating sa tenses, tawag dito present active. So it's not passive, it's present active participle. Ibig, ibig sabihin noon eh, hindi ko din alam eh. Hindi, ibig sabihin, we are doing this in response to something that God did. Guess nyo? Ginagawa nyo to dahil may ginawa na yung Panginoon sa buhay ninyo. It's something that God did in the past, pero yung reaction natin, reaction natin ngayon. You get it? You are overflowing with gratitude because of what God has done in your life. How gusto gusto ko nung sinabi ni Paul dito in detail, hindi lang niya sinabi dito uh, end with gratitude and be thankful. Pero hindi nagdag niya yung word dito ko Jumar, nag-uumapaw. Overflowing. Ibig sabihin sa isang river, did you ever see a river? Sana nakakita naman kayo ng river. Pag umuulan, yan, mga kanal, river, di ba? 
pag kunwari yung river, kumuha kayo ng baso. Ito, picture on what overflow means. Lagyan nyo yung baso sa river. Yung sasaloy niya yung tubig. Di ba, kumbaga, pag napuno na, nag-uumapaw pa din. And that's the same picture the Apostle Paul wants us to picture in our minds. That our thankfulness towards God should be something that overflows. Hindi lang, thank you, Lord. Yung pang, oh, wow, buhay ako, thank you, Lord. Kala mo yung nag-uumapaw, may difference yun eh. It brings certain joy na pang, wow! Sabi nga ni Dave kanina, wow, kakaiba yung energy level mo. Every time I wake up, you know, you know, plug when you see, wow, there are a lot of things I have to be thankful for and it's something that overflows. Ibig sabihin na, oh, nag-uumapaw, nakikita. Walang, hindi nag-overflow, tapos hindi nakikita. Ibig sabihin, dapat nakikita ng ibang tao yung pag nag-uumapaw na pasasalamat natin sa Panginoon. It is reflected in the way we smile, the way we act, the way we greet one another. Iba doon nakikita na itong talagang, wow, thankful ako kay Lord. Pag tinanong ko kayo ngayon, di ba, what are you thankful for to God? Yung sabihin life, uh, yung pastor, yung aking trabaho, yung aking asawa, na kahit tulog ng tulog, nagising pa din, di ba? Mga ganun. <laughs> Pasalamat ako kay Lord na ganyan. Oh, when you share your stories of, wow, paano kayo nagpapasalamat kay Lord? Iba-iba yung tao na nag-uumapaw eh. Iba siya mag-share, grabe, nabuhay ulit ako kanina, wow! Ang in-expect niyang namamamatay na siya. But it can be seen in your life today. The Apostle Paul here, sabi niya, overflowing with gratitude. Walang kondisyon. Hindi niya sinasabi, magpasalamat kayo pag maganda yung araw, pag umaaraw, kasi pwede kayo maglaba. Hindi niya sinabi yun. Na be thankful because you are good. Hindi niya sinabi yun. There are no conditions. Diba na be thankful pa pag gising mo? Alam mo, may mga days na pag gising mo, parang good na good yung mood mo. Diba? Mga 15 at 30, mga ganun. Good na good yung mood nyo. Mga... November, lalo mga November, paganda-ganda na. Sabi mo, Lord, thank you, malapit na, di ba? Ibigay mo na, di ba? Pang na-excite ka na pag ganun, anlayo pa lang, excited ka lang gumising eh, di ba? Pero pag, pagdating dito, sabi niya, and overflowing with gratitude, period. Ibig sabihin, no conditions attached. Minsan, hindi natin nakaramdaman, hindi natin nangaranasan eh. Something that we have to constantly reflect. When the Apostle Paul wrote this letter, he was in jail. For a person to say na, ano yung taga-preso, punta kayo sa loob ng Bilibid, o kaya ng Baguio City Jail, wala namang, walang detainee doon na magsasabing, sa akin na, when I did my counseling doon for a couple of months, walang detainee doon magsasabi, Pastor, ang sarap ng buhay dito. Diba? Pag ganun, grabe. Ako na mismo ang lalabas, di ba? Parang mental yata to, ha? Di ba? Hindi yata to bilangguhan. Walang magsabi. You can see it with the Apostle Paul. He was in jail. Pero yung lumalabas sa kanyang bibig, the way he acted, he was thankful. Yung pagtingin mo, sa book of Philippians, he wrote a whole chapter about joy and to think he was in jail. Ganun yung Apostle Paul, and that's what he wants us to remember, that by being rooted in Christ, by being Christians, dapat nag-uumapaw yung pasasalamat sa ating puso. Which leads me to the last. Not only our connection, but also our condition. 
A condition on being rooted in Christ reminds us of our condition before. Sino ka ba before mo nakilala si Jesus? Pastor, noon mayaman ako ngayon. Hindi na. Noon, dami kong oras. Ngayon, wala na. Being rooted in Christ reminds us on who we are before, that we were sinners in need of a Savior, that we were sinners saved by grace. It allows you to reflect on your past condition and it also allows you to go beyond your current condition. Ibig sabihin, yung pasasalamat nyo, hindi nakabase kung may 13-month pay o wala, kung sweldo o hindi, kung maganda yung panahon o hindi. It's not, hindi yun yung basis eh. Pero yung basis mo would always be what Christ has done for you. Yun yung baging bago mong basihan sa buhay. That we are in a disposition of thankfulness because we are amazed because of what Christ has done in your life. Sino ba naman ako? Makasalanan. And yet every day, Christ shows me His love. Halos siya sabi, maraming bagay na maraming bagay na you prayed for that God didn't give you. Pero alam ko, mas maraming bagay ang hindi nyo, pinalang, hindi nyo pinagpray pero binigay pa rin ng Lord. Those are the times that say, grabe, no? Hindi ko deserve pero binibigay pa rin ng Panginoon. But you can be thankful even if you're going through a lot today. You can be thankful even if you're not feeling well today. You can be thankful kahit hindi mo gusto yung katabi mo. It supersedes your circumstances. You know why? Because you get to remember that it was God who first loved me, willing to give up His Son to die for me. That Christ's death was not put into vain. But rather, He died triumphantly, conquered death in order for me to experience life once again, one more time. Kapag inisip mo yung mga bagay na yun, it sets you in the right perspective. That your gratitude should be based on what Christ has done in your life. So today, Going back to my question, ano bang ano nga ba yung ginawa ni Lord sa buhay mo? Kasi not until you reflect on that question, not until you get to answer that question, what has Jesus done in your life? Meron ba siyang ginawa? And you, when you get to reflect, oh nga, no, grabe. What He did is nothing compared to what I am experiencing today. What he did despite of who I am, imagine, I can be thankful every day. Pag ganun, magbabago yung perspective nyo sa buhay. You would get to live life really to the fullest. And be like Paul, not depending on his circumstance, but allowing him to be rooted in Christ. Allow me to end with this. Marco, Marco Pierre White, yan, uh, celebrity uh, master chef, said, a tree without roots is just a piece of wood. If you don't have roots, you don't have life. 
if you are not rooted in God, then you don't have life. There was this man, dalawang mag-ama, yung talagang uh, hilig nila is to collect paintings. Diba? Ang dami na gustong collect tayo ng mga paintings. As in, lahat ng mga kakaibang mga paintings siya kinokolekta nila. Picasso. Diba? Mga ganun. Diba? Van Gogh. Amor Solo. Diba? Lahat nila kinokolekta nila. Lahat ng paintings gusto nila kolekta yun eh. Diba? To the point na yung, young, yung anak niya naging expert na sa pagtingin ng, ng, ng art piece. Tingin niya palang ganda pang Alam ko na kung magkano value na yan. But there, there, there came a time na bigla nagkawin ng gera sa time nila. So, kailangan manilbihan yung kanya anak bilang isang sundalo. While he was working, while he was at war, biglang may bad news na dumating sa kanya. That his son died in war. Grabe no, parang sad, di ba? His son died in war while helping other people. Di ba? May tao siyang tinutulungan, dalhin sa medical, dahil sa pagtulong niya, siya tuloy yung namatay. And before he died, yung tinulungan niya came to visit, came to visit the father. Sabi ng paa, sabi nung yung sundalo na rin, ako po yung kasama ng anak niyo. Ako po yung nililigtas niya, dahil kaya niya ako niligtas, kaya siya namatay. And before he died, there was something that he did. Habang nasa doon daw sila sa may barracks, he was, he was still, he loved art, so he was painting. Habang nagpipaint siya, he got to paint a portrait of himself. It wasn't spectacular, di ba? Pang pagtingin mo, mga Da Vinci, ang ganda. Hindi, it was ordinary. Pero for the father who saw the work of art na gawa ng anak, it was something so valuable. Ang ganda, pang sabi niya, wow, nothing compared. And he thanked, he thanked yung, yung nakasama nung kanyang anak. Couple of years, fast forward, biglang nagkaroon ng sakit yung tatay. And when the father got sick, he died. Nung namatay siya, Buong mundo na, na was getting ready kasi ang dami nilang collection na naiwan eh. Millions and millions worth of art exhibit iniwan eh. That was ready to be auctioned. Ibenta para may distribute sa estate. And when they were there na sa auction house, di ba, doon na, doon na lahat ng paintings, ang dami na. Biglang, the auction is about to start. Di lahat ng mga big time, ang doon na, nakaready na sila. Pang titika, ah, gusto ko yan. Ito, gusto ko to kasi millions yan, lahat-lahat. Sabi ng auctioneer, so the first piece we're about to auction is this piece. Nung tinanggal niya yung, yung cloth na tumatakip sa art piece, sabi mo, lo and behold, the first thing that was to be auctioned was the painting made by the sun. Di lahat na lang nakatingin. Next na, sabi na walang bibili niyan kasi wala namang value yan eh. Diba? Nobody... Uh, nobody gave an uh, estimate. Pang sabi, hindi nga namin alam kung sinong artist na yan eh. Next na, next na. Pero sabi ng auctioneer, I'm sorry but strict your instructions, we cannot move forward until this piece is so dilat. Sino nagagalit na? Ano ba yan? Wala malang value yan eh. Yung next na, yung mga ganyan, yung kay Van Gogh, yung kay Picasso, yung gusto namin ibid. Uh, sorry po but I have to follow strict instruction. Then one of the friends, family friends, yung family said, I'll start the bid, sabi niya. I'll start the bid with $100. $100. He said to the auctioneer, $100! Do we have $101? Tahimik lahat. Next na, please lang. So going once, going twice, sold to that person, sabi niya, for $100. Binigay yung painting. Di lahat excited na. Excited na silang i-bid yung mga next paintings. Then the auctioneer said, I'm sorry, but the auction is closed. Pinagtaka sila, bakit? Diba? Bakit 
Paano yung iba? Tapos sabi na lang ng auctioneer, there was strict instructions that the person who would buy the painting of the sun would also inherit all. Grabe no? Wow, boom! Diba? Sa, sa, sa utak mo eh, parang wow, you can't imagine that when the gavel fell, everything belonged to that person. Diba? They're all stunned. Sabi what do you mean it's over? Di sila makapaniwala. What about all the paintings? The auctioneer replied, it's very simple. According to the will of the Father, whoever takes the Son gets it all. It applies the same sa ating mahabuhay. Whoever has the Son, whoever has Jesus, gets it all. Whoever is rooted in Christ gets life. Allow me to end with this passage of Scripture. Jeremiah 17. 7 and 8 says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It leave, its leaves are always green. It has no worries. In a year of drought, it never fails to bear Today, are you rooted? More specifically, are you rooted in Christ? Let's bow our heads. Today, in response to the message that God has given to us today, we would respond by breaking bread together. We would respond by participating in something that Jesus did 2,000 years ago, believing that one day He would triumphantly come back for us. The Apostle Paul, in the book of Corinthians, said, for I received from the Lord what I also pass unto you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until it comes. Today we partake in a celebration that Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. It does not assure us of salvation. It has no miraculous power, no special effect on our bodies. But we do this in remembrance of Him. Paul exhorted even more when he said, So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body 
and the blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. Before we partake of these communion elements, let's pause for a while and reflect in our hearts. First and foremost, am I rooted in Christ? Is Christ not only Lord, but He is also Savior in my life today? And as we reflect on those questions, we get to offer our hearts to God. Our hearts, our minds, our actions. And if there's anything unpleasing before God today, we humbly come before Him and ask for forgiveness. Truly, there's nothing you can hide from God. And today, as we expose ourselves, we know that it is only God who can make us whole. Let us pray. Father, today we thank you. We thank you that we can come together, break bread, and remember what Christ has done. Father, today we ask for forgiveness. That as you seek us, as you search us, O Lord Father, we thank you that your mercies are new every morning that your love abounds, that truly you are faithful. Father, salamat po for this time together, a time of fellowship, a time of remembrance, but most especially a time to connect with you, Father. Others, we partake of these communion elements. Maybe we, may we be reminded of your love, of your sacrifice, of your grace in our lives today. In Jesus' name we Communion will be done on a processional manner. Meaning, if you wish to partake of the communion elements today, uh, may we encourage you to come in front, uh, form a single line into the gilid, as the leaders of the church will be serving the communion elements this morning. You may partake today if you wish to join.
worship you until the very
the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And all of God's children would say, Amen and Amen. Let's give the Lord the loudest clap offer that we can give Him. And so before we end, kanang kamay sa balikat ng ating katabi at sabihin mo sa Kanya, you are blessed. You are favored. You are loved. You are a child of God. God bless. See you next Sunday. Stay safe.